Welcome to the Confident Mental Wellness Podcast. Challenge what holds you back. Where we love on and challenge business executives, entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, thought leaders, and coaches to take us deep. Revealing how self-doubt, negative thinking, and even sheer fear were secrets they refused to reveal to anyone. Secrets that once held them back. We'll hear how these leaders cast off the fear, excuses, and setbacks to move forward with purpose and passion. How they activated a mindset that set them up for success. Hello and welcome back to Challenge What Holds You Back. I'm Stephanie King Mattingly. We have a terrific guest today, Clarice Burt. She is an award-winning actress, international media personality, producer, director, writer, author, public speaker, and she is a supermodel. Now, Clarissa has hundreds of TV and film credits to her name. She's in the who's who of international and American women. She brings over 30 years of experience in the entertainment industry and the international and in the American markets. She was recently awarded the Certificate of Global Honor by the University of Pune, India, and the Women of Excellence Award by the Women's Economic Council, I think it is. Forum. Forum, okay. <laughs> now, now, Clarissa is the CEO and founder of Limelight Multimedia Platform for Women Entrepreneurs in the Limelight Media. Its mission aims to elevate the position and condition of women entrepreneurs globally, both personally and professionally, providing education, entertainment, and empowerment, all sorts of content in those areas. We welcome Clarissa Burt to challenge what holds you back. Welcome, Clarissa. Happy, thank you so much. Wow. People say to me you know, all the time, they say, Oh my God, Clarissa, you've done so much. Well, I've been around the block a few. I've been here a while. <laughs> you have you've done so much. Well, you know, I've been around being here on this earth a minute. So uh, Yeah, but you have wonderful credits to your name. Oh, so many, Thanks, so many. Clarissa. And I only read just like a bunch of paragraphs. It goes on and on. Your Thanks. accomplishments. It's been lovely. It's mm. been I've been, you know, I've been God blessed. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Very not, not everyone has achieved so much in life uh, and especially in such a like high profile entertainment industry the way that you have what do you attribute to your success you know i think it's more uh i think it's just the tenacity first of all it was the passion i was mary poppins in the kindergarten play so i knew that somehow when i sang supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and i got a standing ovation i was hooked <laughs> <laughs> I loved the stage and I knew that I loved the microphone. And they told me as a young child, they would tell me all the time, oh, you really were vaccinated with a phonograph needle. So I, <laughs> I, was, I was a communicator. And so it was just one of those things that you're, it was kind of, you know, again, it's, it's intrinsic. It's, it's, it's born. It's kind of born into you, you know. So I knew that that was where I was going to be. And I, and I absolutely loved it. And, and I still love it. I've got my own multimedia platform, as you said, in the limelight media with television and a podcast and a digital magazine. And, and I do very passionate about the position and condition of women, which is 
also why I wrote my book, The Self-Esteem Regime. Self-Esteem Regime. Curious about when you accepted your first role in entertainment. I mean, you saw Mary Poppins, but then an opportunity came. And yes. what did you think? Did you say, you have to do it? And then you jumped out or did you hold back, afraid? And yes, afraid. absolutely did. I absolutely did. I never thought I was good enough. I never went to my first gig really was I, you know, I was living in New Jersey. I wanted to be in the city, the bright lights, the big, you know, the big city. And I, and I moved in and I wanted to be a model in the worst way. And I was tall and I was thin and I, I had most of the attributes I think that, you know, modeling agencies were looking for, but I was deathly afraid to even try. I was so scared. I, I and friends, the only reason I really finally did it was from the cajoling of friends. You know, the, the support around me said, you really need to go try this. And I did, and it worked, and it worked in a pretty big way. You know, I mean, so I, I think that that was really where the first self-esteem move happened for myself. You know, I I really was, then from modeling to acting, oh, I could never act. I could never do this. I could never do that. And I was so afraid. And I, until one day the opportunity hit and I went, all right, I'm going to try it. And that worked and it, and it worked out really well. So Many people have seen the, the Never Ending Story Part 2, where I play the mean queen in that. It was a Warner Brothers Worldwide release. And I never thought I could act, you know. Look, I'm not going to say I'm Meryl Streep, but obviously I was good enough for that role. So I could I could be here all day telling you that, the, 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 you know, the, the different things that I've done in life as I've reinvented, which, by the way, is chapter four of my book. And, you know, reinvented along the way, thinking I just, oh, I wish I could, but I don't think I could ever. But I really would love to, but I could never. And so that I could never, you know, I've coined them my daily demons. And those daily demons really had a great hold over me for a very long time. So um, I, I just, you know, kept on you know, taking those lessons and moving forward with each thing that I wanted to do. And one of the things I definitely wanted to do was to write this book. And I, I, I got down off of doing a, a speech on stage and, and Gary Krebs, with, you know, who I really have to give a shout out to said to me, I have to write your book. You know, I've got to write your book. And I said, Gary, let's do it. And we did. And I'll tell you, it was wild, Stephanie, because we got the book deal from a publisher in New York City during COVID, which was almost unheard of. Uh, it was really, yeah. you know, uh, uh, with a little bit of an advance even. So it was one of those kind of things that, I mean, we really were, we really were so, again, blessed by them saying yes, and we've moved forward ever since with the book. The book is in Barnes and Nobles. It's been in Barnes and Noble on the shelves now for the last year and a half. It's right next to Tabitha Brown, right next to to uh, to Brene Brown. There comes Clarissa Burt. Then we've got Deepak Chopra, and we've got Dr. Joe Dispenza, all on the same shelf. And if you think Stephanie, that's not a crowning moment, oh, you know yes. all of the titans in the personal industry, a personal development industry. I was truly thrilled. And so I know that this is, for me, is really, it's really a calling and it's my duty because we are not in the greatest shape uh, as, uh, as a whole, um, as far as our self-esteem is concerned, as far as the sense of loss in these last three years, whether it be loss of a job, loss of family, loss of friends, loss of health, loss of identity, loss of money, loss of whatever. And so people are grappling, I think. Uh, they really are looking for hope. They're looking for the light at the end of that tunnel. And they need to be reminded that if they do the work, and we call it work, we call it put in effort, or you could even call, use the word play. I don't care. Just do the work in the book. 
And, and you're going to find that big, bold, bright, beautiful, bright light at the end of that tunnel again. And, and when you get out, uh, just, just, you're going to be unstoppable, unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be my book, Stephanie. I just really love to underline and underscore the importance of doing the personal, the work on self, personal development. And uh, it needs to be, if you don't, you don't give me, you don't have time, put it in your calendar as you would anything else. And, and, and you owe it to yourself you know, to yes, do this work. That, that is a good idea to, to schedule it. Sometimes if it's not scheduled, it just probably won't happen. That's right. So you talk about uh, doing the work. In your book, I mean, what do you challenge us with? Are they exercises? Are we writing and journaling? What are we doing? So the book is not a, it's not a read. You're not going to read about self-esteem. It's a resource. And that means, you know, it's an action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be. And from chapter one, every chapter, first of all, Regime is an organized way of doing things. So we've organized it into 12 different chapters. Each chapter starts with a reword. And the first chapter is release, release. What do you need to let go of? What have you been taught that's not serving you? What is it you need to unlearn? And that may sound banal. It may sound, oh, Clarissa, okay, we've heard that a million times. But that is about 80% of the work or the effort that you will put in to to moving forward. Because releasing what? Clarissa? Releasing all of the things that are not serving you, releasing the the uh, limiting beliefs that you were taught might have been by your natal tribe, it might have been by friends, it might have been by ed- your educative institutions, it might be from social media, it could be from anywhere. The things that you have held on to for a while that you think are working for you, that you think are um, are are, uh, are serving you, and they are not. So we really want to let go of a lot of those things that mm, take a really good deep dive. Where is it that my, where am I stuck? Where is life not working? The second chapter is rebuild. So we go right into it, Stephanie. It's like, okay, give me what's, what's hurting. Where are the pain points? Let's switch it. Let's change it. Let's, let's build that foundation now so that, you know, and we do have affirmations, case studies, Clarissa's corner, the clarion call. Uh, uh, We've got a review. We've got homework in the book that will help to you know move you forward through the process chapter but i say the book is changing lives one chapter at a time so yeah mm-hmm. so a, a woman who is serious uh, about her mental wellness but also about her desire to achieve the things that are in her heart i mean she's the one who would take on this book and take each question each exercise seriously and dig deep Yes. And dislodge that stuff. Get it out. Let it go. Oh, Where do you want fantastic. To be? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Um, and, and how is it, you know, in the four, I call the four pillars of self-esteem, which are look good. We know what looking good is. We know that we have a, a lilt in our step when we look in the mirror, feeling good at our, about ourselves. Feel good is your diet, your exercise, nutrition. It all works as one. And you've got to bring the best, you know, you to the table for yourself. And then, of course, you know, for others. Uh, your uh, look good, feel good, be good is your uh, relationships, your leadership, your finances, your business. Where are you there? How can we help with that? Where can we, you know, really forge um, the the path forward? And then your greater good, we all know what that is. And that's volunteering, paying it forward, tithing, you know, paying back, it back, you know, doing something for the community. Well, that seems to address uh, just all the areas um, to, that we're concerned about in our lives, just bringing it all together, taking a, a look your life and being intentional about and that is scary and that Stephanie can be very scary for a lot of people yes. because I'm not going to say it's going to be easy I'm going to say bring your courage bring your tenacity 
because those are the two things that you're going to need. You're going to have to stick, you know, stick to it in this. And you've got to bring a tissue or two, bring your tissues also, because you're going to be journaling. You're going to be doing mirror work. You're going to be, there's lots of exercises in here that are going to help get you through this. And, you know, I always say that it's really, you know, I, I, it's, it's going to be difficult in some moments, you know, depending on where you are in your life, but just do it anyway. Just, just do, do it, it anyway. Just do it anyway. It has to be done if you, you want to break through. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, Clarissa, when you have had to go through this yourself on your own, there, there was a point you had to reach where you said, no more, my life's changing. I'm doing it different. This is what I'm wanting. And this is, I'm going for it. Tell me about um, right before you had that kind of that revelation and uh, every time an opportunity came up, as you mentioned earlier, oh, I can't do it, not me, I'm not good enough, those kind of feelings. I don't want to do you. When you got those feelings like, oh, no, I couldn't go for that. That's too big. Did you remember that you said that the last time and the time before that? Or does that kind of thing just sneak up on us and we don't even know why we're saying no? Did you have, did you, did you identify a pattern that you said? Yeah. Well, you know, you talked about, you know, the, 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 the familiar tribe, right? What, what we, what we were, what we were taught there. And in, in my home, yelling and screaming was the way to go. That was the way you got hurt. Not, not the children, of course, the children were to be seen and not hurt, but, um, but there was a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, a lot of anger. That was kind of the way things were. And, and so when I got, out of the house. I thought yelling and screaming was just the way things were going to get done. And it was going to be my way or the highway. And I wasn't real flexible on things. And I certainly um, was rather severe in my, you know, <laughs> in my communications with others. And I, and I, and I realized that well, that wasn't going to work in life. That's not going to work out of those, out of those four walls, you know, until I had to do a real, real deep dive into that. And, 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 a, and a re, I had a, you know, course correct that that wasn't going to work. So the anger thing was not, that doesn't mean I don't get annoyed and I don't get angry still. I'm human and I'm imperfect, but I certainly don't use that as uh, the base upon which, uh, upon which I, you know, based my, my relationships. Uh, So, and, and, you know, people still irk me and they still bother me. And I'm, you know, I will, uh, I, I will, I'm one of those kind of people that I will ask the questions because I want to understand, but but I will not yell and scream anymore. I will not do that. There, every once in a while, I've slipped, but I really am mindful about not doing that anymore. And I don't. And I live such a peaceful existence now. You yeah. know, it's so nicer. It's so kinder. And it's so sweeter. I think that, you know, I, I I'm also very mindful to remember that people will appreciate you for all of your accolades, but they really love you for the way you made them feel. They will remember you, you made them feel. How did you make them feel? Did you make them feel loved? Did you make them feel included? Did you make them feel warm? Did you make them feel welcome? And so that's another thing that I, you know, I've really have to, uh, and not as much anymore, but I've really had to make that switch into, you know, it's not all about me and how I feel. It's about a lot of other people besides me. And so, you know, really working on, on, on what else was outside of my four walls and the boundaries that I had created in, in my world, which really were protective boundaries, right? They were, they were there to protect me, you know, because I think when I left there, I was afraid that everybody else was going to be yelling and screaming too. <laughs> and so Thanks. if I screamed first, then they couldn't, you know, 
So I don't know how that all really worked out and played out, but those are a couple of real things, uh, real things that I had to work on along the way. And certainly fear. Oh my God, I've been so afraid of so many of the, the moves that I've made and, and the fear, you know, face everything and rise. Uh, and then, you know, the failure, which is your first attempt in learning. And so what I realized that I, I it was okay to embrace not being perfect all the time and, you know, and everyone else's expectations, you know, when you do a lot of amazing things in life, people think that you're going to continue to do a lot of amazing things in life. And if you feel that pressure, that yeah, pressure yeah. is real. And so, you How know, we handle that pressure though. I mean, I mean, we want to continue to do great things. Yes, we do. But, but we're not 100% all the time. All the time, we are not. And so learning how to, to let it go, to let other people have the expectations of you. It's none, none of your business what they think of you, right? That's you know right. that. And to give yourself the grace and to give yourself the permission to move at your pace and to stay connected to what is. In other words, you know, and, and I, I say universe, you can call it God, Jesus, Buddha, you know, source, whatever it is, but to stay connected to something that is, you know, greater than yourself and ask, continually ask for direction uh, is something that has been very, it's been fundamental in my life. And, and gratitude, you know, I, I talk about um, the, the four uh, pillars of self-esteem, but I also talk about a value system. And most people now, Stephanie, if I say, what do you, what's your, what, give me four of your values, they, they're probably going to stumble a minute because it's not top of mind. And I will tell you that your value system needs to be everything that you are, how, who you are, how you act, how you react, and what you bring to the table every day. So mine is, I, I, I like to say, I take the high road, which is honor, integrity, gratitude, excuse me, honesty, integrity, gratitude, and honor. And so making sure that I come to the table every day, I come to a relationship, I come to a meeting, I come to a Zoom call every day because that's the hill I'm ready to die on. I am ready to die on that. Again, I am imperfect and I am human. And there are times where I too will get triggered. But for the most part, and I'm and I, and again I will underline the fact that saying I'm sorry are two all two of the most powerful words in the in the in the English language. Um and so if you do stumble, uh uh if you are triggered, um to always be to do the right thing and apologize should you need to. Yes, yes. And Clarissa, for a woman who's listening, who's struggling with that negative thought of, I'm just not good enough. You are. What would you say to her? You are. And it sounds so trite and it sounds so simple and it's us that, com that complicates things. Let me just say that you you will get to a point when you when you start to do the work and again i i really really invite all it doesn't have to be my book but Barnes and Noble's now you know when i was a kid it was self help section it was just a little teeny section in the back now it's called personal development it's a billion dollar industry and it's rows upon rows upon rows one of the things that i like to share is this we hear frequently people say i am enough you are enough and it's this this, this empowering statement and everybody's enough. And if you look up the definition of enough, it's only as much as is required. So by definition, the word enough isn't enough. Here is what I love to say, and this is what should be everyone's new mantra. I am so much more than enough. Because I don't know who the enough council is. I don't know who the enough panel is. I don't know who decides what pa what's enough and what's not. And like, who the hell is deciding? 
what the next point, you know, hate remembering that you are enough do the work. I'm sorry if someone ever told you that they're not, but guess what? They were wrong and people are imperfect and they are wrong and it is on you and it is up to you to get in there, to roll up your sleeves, to put on your big girl bridges and to do the work or put in the effort or, you know, uh, go have some, uh, go play. I don't care what you do, but get yourself the time in your schedule to read books like mine that are there for you. And by the way, YouTubes, courses, classes, retreats, all day long. Things that we have years and years ago are now at your fingertips. And 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 some of it is free, some of it is not, but it doesn't mean that you know that you shouldn't be doing the work. Put it in your I wake up every day and I've got two or three books in front of me. The other thing is this, find a mantra. Can't find it in my book, find one thing. And mine right now, as I make millions of dollars a year, this is my mantra, I make millions of dollars a year uh, doing uh, doing what I love to do for women. Mm. New mantra. And you yeah. it's a three, the 369 project. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. You write it down, that mantra, three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times in the evening. And you do that every day. It's what you start, what your subconscious starts to absorb. And when you start doing these lovely, people say, ah, affirmation, stop already. Well, what if it works? What if it really works? What if I were to tell you that your reticular activating system is on point all the time and that if you actually start to say these things and believe these things and start do the, there's also the mirror work in the, in the, in the, in the book, take a look at the work and do what it takes to make these things happen. Mm-hmm. And actually, I mean, you are, women to challenge what's holding them back. I am every day. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for that. So, so how do we uh, you and stay in touch with you? And if you have any offer, you're welcome to share it. Thank you. I am uh, Clarissa Burt pretty much everywhere. I think I'm Clarissa Burt official on Facebook, Clarissa Burt official on TikTok, but otherwise it's Clarissa Burt and I'm everywhere, but on uh, Snapchat, I will ask you if you'd like to come over to the website, clarissaburt.com, sign up for my newsletter so that I can let you know when the retreats are all happening and we can all get together and, uh, and just have a huge, a huge, you know, pajama party retreat for <laughs> have a blast and support one another because, yes. you know, a lot of times we need, we need that. We do need the support of one yes. another in order yeah. to, you know, help move us forward. And, um, when we're, when we've got our own set of cheerleaders, first of all, we need to be our own cheerleader, but if we need a little help, I can, I can set you up with a whole bunch of cheerleaders that are there for you. Nice, nice. Thank you so much. I mean, we've been talking to international media personality and actress, producer, director, author, public speaker, supermodel, Clarissa Burt. Thank you so much for joining us and, and being on the program Challenge What Holds You Back. Because everyone's journey to confident mental wellness includes challenges, you're going to find a lot of value in our newest book. The Secret You Hide Holds You Back. How Letting Go Sweetens Life and Makes You Free. It's coming soon. If you know of a leader who would be perfect for this podcast, they've cast off the fear, excuses, and setbacks to activate a mindset that sets them up for success, please send them my way.